welcome to the War in Ukraine update from Kyiv podcast. I'm Jessica Ganawa, a lecturer in international relations at Flinders University in Australia, and I'm checking in with Maxim Yali, head of the Centre for a New World Order and professor of international relations at the National Aviation University in Kyiv. Thanks for talking to me today, Maxim. Welcome, Jessica. So first of all, I want to check in about the strikes in Kyiv that have occurred. So can you fill us in on what's been happening? Well, yes, there were about five missile strikes in Kyiv, uh, railway infrastructure due to the reports of authorities. Due to our military intelligence, uh, the rockets were launched from airplanes in Caspian Sea. So. It's about a couple thousand kilometers. Actually, Soviet uh, rockets, missiles, Russians uh, usually use during the uh, last couple of months. It was, I would say, about a month uh, break after the last missiles uh, reached uh, Kiev during uh, the visit of UN Secretary General Mr. Guterres. Destructions are pretty heavy, luckily. So far, there are no, no one was killed. That's the information known so far. Mm-hmm. So how about you? Did you hear the missiles? Are you safe? Well, luckily I was uh, sleeping. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't hear, but after you sent me a message, I checked up. Yes, the situation was crucial. And those people who live on the left side of Dnipro River woke up uh, pretty early. It was about 6 a.m. Uh, Kiev time. Mm -hmm. And how do you evaluate the timing of these strikes? Like, do you think that this is connected to the offensive in Donbass and the fact that we're also hearing reports that Russia might be going a little bit on the defensive around Severodonetsk? Of course, it's not random, but I think it doesn't concern the situation in Donbass and Battle of Donbass. So, uh, first of all, as they are striking on railway infrastructure, it's a huge and very important center in Kyiv particularly, and not only for Kyiv. So, it concerns eliminating infrastructure for delivering weapons we receive from our Western alliances. It is connected with the latest statements of President of Russia Putin. He just gave the first interview for quite a long time yesterday, and he said Russia will strike objects uh, they haven't yet uh, if the Western alliances of Ukraine will give us so much needed long-range missiles, rockets, anti-air defense system, etc. And as you know, President Biden this week finally uh, made a decision uh, to give us MLRS mm-hmm. systems, but unfortunately only few ones. So it was a signal to the West. The most important uh, infrastructural uh, objects he, Putin, I mean, meant are the bridges uh, which link 
Western uh, Ukraine and Eastern Ukraine. It is so-called left-bring Ukraine and right-bring Ukraine. It's historical names. On the right-bring, uh, it's an old ancient Kiev. Yes, uh, left side, it's industrial, uh, highly populated, etc. If uh, you look to the history, since 17th century, when there is a war between Ukraine and Poland, and we signed an agreement, uh, military union with Moscow that time uh, in uh, 1654, Bogdan Khmelnytsky, it was hetman of uh, Ukraine at that time. Just Western uh, Ukraine was mostly part of Austria-Hungary Empire, so-called Halicina, and Poland. And uh, there are mental differences also because uh, that territories were for hundreds of years in uh, parts of Polish, Rech Pospolita, so-called, and Austria Empire, Austria-Hungary later. The left bring Ukraine was part of Russian Empire, the later Soviet Union uh, after Second World War. These parts were united and into one state, I would say, Rep uh, Soviet Republic of Ukraine rejoined. Putin wants at least now to occupy left brink Ukraine, including Kiev and, uh, of course, uh, southeast of Ukraine. And if he eliminates these bridges in Kiev particularly, he will split not only Kiev, I would say, uh, he will split also Ukraine. It's one thing, another thing, of course. It's not a new one, just to scare Ukrainians, uh, Ukrainian government officials, uh, that they can uh, strike on Kiev and ruin it. So it's a signal both to Ukrainian government and Western ones. So as we've been hearing, there's very heavy fighting going on right now in Severodonetsk, the city. What's happening right now in the battle there in Severodonetsk and in Donbass? The strategy of Putin in, in Donbass just eliminating all the cities like Mariupol in Donetsk region, Kramatorsk, Slavyansk, they also lo launch missiles, but uh, it's a longer distance. And uh, Severodonetsk is the only, together with Lysychansk, these are two towns, I would say, uh, left under Ukrainian control. About five, six days ago, Russian propaganda was declaring that they occupied it completely. Ukrainian authorities uh, were saying at about 70% were under Russian control. But this week, our armed forces started counterattack and uh, have some tactical successes. So latest uh, news, it's like 50-50. But it's tactical. Uh, from a strategical point of view, this town is not so important. Lysychansk is much more important, which is close, and uh, we still control the road to it uh, and the road to Bakhmut. It's another town in Donetsk region, strategical one, and they were trying to occupy it, uh, to cut down and to besiege uh, Severodonetsk. Uh, there was such a threat. Now, latest news, uh, good ones uh, for us. Uh, why Lysychansk is more important? Because it is located higher. So mm -hmm. from that from it, uh, Severodonetsk, which is located lower, it's much easier to control, uh, to eliminate occupants. But uh, the thing is that they want uh, 
to occupy it. Why? Because just it was like latest news, only 3% of Lugansk region was under uh, Ukrainian control. So they want uh, to declare that they completely occupied Lugansk region. That's their goal. And there is a date also important, uh, the 12th of June, Independence Day in Russia. So that's their goal, and we also realize it, and that's why we try to ruin these plans. And, uh, that's why they also keep launching more missiles, particularly on Kiev as well, and, uh, not to allow to send more troops to Donbass. Mm-hmm. In Ukraine, is the feeling that the objective now is to get back to the post-2014 line of control? Or is the sentiment that the objective is to take back all of the territory that Ukraine had control over before 2014? Obviously, now I'm talking in like the medium to long term, not necessarily the short term. Well, you know, I'm trying to be realistic. Our president as well, he said that he would consider it a victory if we come back to status quo before 24th of February. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, very difficult to deoccupy uh, all the territories of Donbass and Crimea. It uh, will mean uh, the death of hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians. And moreover, to be realistic, we don't have so much needed MLRS, as uh, which I mentioned, air defense system, uh, anti-rocket system, heavy weapons. We used uh, most of our storages during these uh, three months. We highly dependent uh, on uh, Western help to receive even that four RLMS uh, systems. Firstly, we need to get to them, then to train those who will use it. And it will take place even those few ones will get to Donbass not earlier than in a month. Of course, under such tempo, of course, uh, we may lose at least Lugansk region. Russians, they launch missiles from the territory of Russia, so we can't reach them. And even uh, to shut down these rockets and missiles, uh, all of them, we cannot. We realizing that uh, the war will take place for months, if not for years, we have to economize these mm-hmm. missiles. The war has changed uh, absolutely, completely, I would say. But in that situation, Russians have advantage, as I mentioned, in number, and they use it. They don't care about infrastructure. Their goal, they are creating a buffer zone, absolutely dead one. No infrastructure, no people, uh, only ruined. They're not going to rebuild it, as they say, promise to those civilians who are left in Mariupol. Mm-hmm. Well, stay safe, Maxim, and thanks for the update. You're welcome, Jessica. You've been listening to the update from Key Podcast. Thanks to Mr. Smith for our theme music. See you next episode.